Welcome to the Gold Medal Mindset. I'm your host, Brenna Huckabee, cancer survivor, amputee, and two-time Paralympic gold medalist snowboarder who is obsessed with coaching you into living a gold medal life. Consider this your weekly training in self-confidence, motivation, and productivity. You will be challenged here to step onto the top of the podium, the cream of the crop into the 1% where the dreamers turn into action takers so you can quench your unshakable thirst for more. Show up and say yes to yourself and your dreams each week because you are worthy of more. So let's get into it. Happy Tuesday, my favorite humans. I am so excited to get into this episode with you guys. I was thinking back onto my life lately. We have just been in like super reflective mode about everything I've been through, how I got through it, and the things that I held on to to get me to where I am today. And I was having a major aha moment at therapy this week, and I cannot wait to share with you what I learned about myself in that process. So before we dive in, um, I want to tell a little story that happened to me this week that if you're on my Instagram, you probably saw it, but there I was driving to go meet Lila, my six-year-old, who was at an end-of-the-school-year party. I've got my sunnies on, my hat. I've got a swimsuit. I'm ready to go swimming. I've got Sloan, my two-year-old, in the back. Like, she's pumped. She's ready. She's got her swim shoop, as she calls it, her swim shoop on, and she's ready to go swimming as well. Like, we're excited. We're listening to Fergalicious on the radio. We're both, like, feeling so good when suddenly... All of a sudden, she just starts vomiting everywhere, all over herself, in the car. It smells so bad. And I'm just like driving on the interstate, like going, what the heck am I supposed to do? I got this kid puking. I'm terrified. I'm like, is she going to be okay? I'm driving. It's not like I can just like go to her aid. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So thankfully, she was okay. Um, I was like, well, I guess we're not going to go swimming anymore because homegirl's puking. So we had to um, call, see if somebody could take Lila home after the party. And I took Sloan back, got her cleaned up. Um, and I ordered some Uber Eats Mexican food and we snuggled on the couch. And the reason I'm sharing this story or why I find significance in it is because I was reminded about my why and my purpose for snowboarding, for starting this podcast, for starting social media, all of these things, I was reminded of my purpose and my why. And my purpose and my why is I wanted to show people, and it started showing people that have amputations, cancer, losing mobility. It started showing these kinds of people this mission but it has evolved to showing my daughter, showing everyone, because this happens to all of us, that just because your life looks different than you planned doesn't mean it still can't be great. And I was reminded of this as I was driving because I was, ex- I was excited to go swimming. I was excited to go meet up with the other moms. I was excited to watch my girls play. I was excited about the plan that I had for the day. And then life happened, roadblocks happened, sicknesses happened, and I had to turn around 
go home. Now I was cleaning up puke, snuggling a sick little baby girl. And my plans looked different. But I got alone time with my daughter. I got snuggles with my daughter. I got Uber Eats Mexican food, which was bomb, by the way. So I got something different than I wanted, than I planned. But it doesn't mean it still wasn't great. It doesn't mean that it still wasn't something that I maybe needed in that moment. Maybe she needed in that moment. Maybe Sloane just needed more mommy time. And she got it. Granted, I'm sure she didn't want to be sick. But at least she got mommy time, right? (laughs) So that leads me to my next point that I've also learned in my journey that I've held on to. And it is something that I even to this day remind myself of. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Brenna, like... You have all of these tools, all of these things that you do daily, but to me, they're so insignificant because it's something that I literally remind myself of daily, that it feels small, but in that smallness, it could be a big aha moment for somebody else. So that's why I'm sharing. I'm like, why girl, why didn't you share this more? Hello, I'm here today. (laughs) So my next point is roadblocks or obstacles or anything that happens in your plan that is making you go in a different direction that maybe feels like it sucks, maybe it's hard, maybe it's shitty. Maybe those roadblocks, though, are pushes in the right direction. Now, this I know can be hard to hear, especially if you're going through something really difficult. When I was 14, my gymnastics career ended. Now, a little bit about my gymnastics career. This was supposed to be my golden ticket. Gymnastics was supposed to give me a free ride to college, or at least super discounted. That was my plan since I was seven years old, that I wanted to do gymnastics in college. Now, my parents didn't have a lot of money. so College was on us. How we afforded college was on us. And so I knew that from a young age, and that is why I chose gymnastics. I knew that I could do it. I had a talent and a hard work ethic in sport, in gymnastics specifically, and I was going to pay my way to college through gymnastics. When I was 14, that plan ended. I was diagnosed with cancer. That cancer diagnosis ended up with an amputation for me. And so the life as I knew it, was completely gone. I didn't have my purpose and my passions. I didn't have my friends. I didn't have my hair. I didn't have my freaking leg. I had nothing that I held onto for 14 years. I had to reinvent myself. I had to figure out who I was and what I wanted. And through this rediscovery and through this new life (laughs) rebuilding, I realized as I sit here and talk to you today that That massive roadblock is what led me to sport, my new sport of snowboarding. It led me to having a podcast where I share really difficult things and how we got through it. It has led me to helping change lives in so many people. And I would not trade that for anything. And I know that could be hard to hear but if you're going through something difficult. You're like, Brenna, you don't understand. Like, this is a really, really hard time. I do understand. And one day you'll look back and it'll be a bad memory. And maybe, like me, you'll be thankful that it happened because it put you somewhere far greater than you could have ever imagined. And that is what happened to me. And I am so forever grateful for that. Another learning lesson that I had through this time of 
figuring out how I got here and the things and the stories that I tell myself and the mindset and the perspectives that I have is when these bad things happen or when these crappy things happen or when these roadblocks and obstacles happen, allow it for an opportunity of growth and learning and discovery. That's one of my favorite things. And and I want to pause here and make sure that while you're saying, you know what, what am I going to learn in this moment? How am I going to grow? Am I going to allow myself to grow in this moment? When you're asking yourself that question, please honor those feelings that come up. Honor that, oh my God, I want to learn something, but you know what? I'm hurting right now. And so, you know, I'm going to sit in this hurt for a second and I'm going to feel it because just like joy, just like happiness, just like excitement, those feelings are fleeting if you allow yourself to feel them. So I want you to sit in that discomfort and that pain for a minute before you process into a learning and growth opportunity. Because if you don't, those emotions and those feelings will be stuck inside your body, stuck inside your heart, and you will feel them time and time again. They will not go away. They do not go away on their own unless you feel them and process them and give them the space and time that they need and they deserve. So once you feel it, once you allow yourself, and they may not go away exactly in that moment, but every time they come up, Allow yourself to feel it and release it because, you know, over time they will go away. I promise you, I can speak with certainty that they will go away. So once you've given yourself the moment to feel it, then say, what can I learn in this moment? How can I grow in this moment? What is this moment teaching me? And I guarantee you will find one, if not more things that you can take away with you from the hard shit that you go through. And also the good shit that you go through. Let's be real. There's a lot of learning an opportunity for growth in good things too. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> the last thing, and this has been something that I have started in therapy, and this is the big aha moment for me, is it's okay to take time to grieve the life that you don't have anymore. It's okay to take time to grieve the opportunities you thought you were going to have that you no longer have anymore. It's okay to take time to feel the pain and sadness that you have in the moment. And it's okay to take time to feel the pain and the sadness of things that happened a year ago, in my case, six years ago. Now this might be hard, To hear and listen to, and there's a lot of stigma attached, but I don't care because this is my truth and my story and and I want to share it. But something that has been very hard for me has been the fact that I wasn't ready to be a parent at 19. I wasn't ready to start my motherhood journey at 19. I became pregnant at 19 and I found out when I was five months along And I immediately went into mom mode, new life mode. I'm going to make the best life for my daughter. And I did. And I am so proud of myself for that. And I love my girls so much. And I would not change a single thing. However, there is a piece of me. There is an old part of Brenna that is still within me that is holding on to what could have been had I had not gotten pregnant at 19. What could have been, you know, if I wasn't navigating sport with a daughter 
or my new careers with a daughter. All the free time and the opportunity and the ability to just say yes to opportunities, yes to travel, have time to work on my craft and and not have to pause for motherhood duties or worry about childcare or putting money towards childcare. You know, there is a piece of me that is like, what would that life have been like? I look at my peers when they're going off to parties or starting new careers and they have all of this opportunity to not mess up because there's no body relying on them except for themselves. And there's always been a piece of me and a part of me that has not only longed for that, but has been like, oh, I'll have that one day. I'll have that in my 40s. I'll have that one day. And I hold on to it and I think about it and I ruminate on it. But the reality is, is I will never have that. The reality is, is I will always be a mother. I will always have that responsibility. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I do not resent my kids. I do not regret having them. But there is a part of me that has held on to that old life of what could have been. And I am here to give you permission to grieve that. There is nothing wrong with honoring and holding space for being sad and upset that you did not get the life that you wish you would have had. It is okay. You do not have to be in fix it, go mode, make the best out of this situation 24-7 because one day if you never go back and honor those feelings and honor that grief that you hold towards the life that you don't have, it will continue to come up in your life. It will continue to show its ugly head and force you to look at it. It'll force you to feel it. And if you shove it down and you move on, it'll just come back louder and louder and louder. So take the time to honor that life you didn't have. What that looked like for me in my therapy session, because I went to therapy and I said, Amy, that's my therapist's name. I said, Amy, I think there's a part of me that hurts because I want what my friends have. I want the life of child free for a minute. Like I want to just experience it. And I think it's because I never took the time to say goodbye to 19 year old Brenna (laughs) without having kids. Like I never got, I never took the time to say, this isn't my life anymore. This is my new life. And so what we did EMDR, if you're not familiar It's bilateral movements, and what it does is it helps rewire your brain quicker than just talk therapy. And so I was like, I want to rewire a part of me. I want to say goodbye to that child-free Brenna that didn't get to exist. I want to say goodbye to her. And I want to say hello to the life that I do have. I want to enjoy the life that I do have. And while I do enjoy it, there's a piece of me that's holding me back from fully, completely enjoying it. And so I want to say goodbye to that piece that's holding me back. And I want to say hello to the love and the joy that I already have around me. And I want to experience it times 10. So we did EMDR. And while I was in my EMDR session, it was insane because I saw 19-year-old Brenna before I got pregnant. I saw her. And I got to go to her as I am now. And we cried. I'm not a crier, but while, while I was sitting with 19-year-old Brenna, I just bawled. And I was obviously bawling in person too. <laughs> I just bawled and I hugged her. 
And I said, I love you. I'm proud of you. But you will never be. And so now I want you to just be a part of me. <laughs> and if you're, if this is new to you and this is woo, I am so sorry. But this is like, this is what I do in therapy. I am constantly going back to parts of me that, that hurts that I never got to heal. Um, a lot of it's from childhood, but in this moment, it was when I was 19 and pregnant. <laughs> so I did. I said goodbye. I, I held her. And um, I came out of EMDR lighter, happier, healthier, and, and ready to remember that just because my life looked different than I planned doesn't mean it still can't be great. And that is still true. And this is just one more way that I get to honor the life that I have now and the life that I had planned. And I get to honor and say goodbye to that life plan and love and enjoy the new life that I didn't plan that I get to have. Now, that might be, if you want to try this on your own, it might be a lot. Like I'm, like I said, I am not a crier. I like never cry in therapy. So for me to sit there and just, I wept guys. Like I was bawling. <laughs> so it is an intense process to go through. So I recommend if, if you're holding on to something painful, um, seek out somebody to be there with you, a therapist, a counselor, a trusted a friend, somebody that can be there um, because it, it's a lot. <laughs> um, I think that's all for you guys today. I just really wanted to share what I had learned this week and, and what I am honoring and processing. And I hope that this is something that you can take with you. Even if it's something that you take with you years down the line, you'll be like, holy crap, life is different. This is not what I planned. But it, I remember when Brenna said it can still be great and this is how she grieved her life and these are what she learned and these are opportunities, blah, blah, blah. I just hope that these are things that you can take with you. I love you. I'm going to drink my lavender iced coffee now. I've been looking at it just sweating on my table and I'm like, oh, give me it. Um, so yeah, enjoy your Tuesday. I love you and I will see you next week. Bye now. Congratulations, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're feeling compelled, inspired, motivated, please leave some stars, leave a review, and let's grow this thing together. Thank you again for listening. I am so proud of you. Now go rock your gold medal life. I will see you next week.